we can ask the gospel this question today. How can we respond to problems with faith? There are three possible reactions to challenging situations. One is denial. The other one is feeling overwhelmed. And the last one is to face them. And in most of the cases for believers, with faith. The miracle of the multiplication of the bread we just heard, the disciples of Jesus go through these three possible reactions. First, they try to deny the problem. The gospel says it is evening, Jesus is both preaching and healing the sick, and the disciples approach Jesus saying, Lord, it is evening, like dinner time is coming, we have more than 5,000 people, we don't have food here, we just have for us. Why don't you just tell people to leave? Like, your office hours are coming to an end, Lord. Like, let them go. So, they don't want to face the issue of how can we feed the 5,000. And that's a very common way of reacting, or actually it's not reacting to problems. It's not wanting to see them, like, they are there in the corner. You don't like to see that mess of the house. And that's why you don't even look at it. It's not a very mature way of facing challenges. The second thing, or the second reaction, is what happens when Jesus, in a sense, passes the ball to them. He says, give them some food. Like, put yourself in the shoes of Peter. 5,000 people, more than 5,000 people, they're in the desert, and it might be overwhelming. Think that your spouse says today, or your roommate, today for dinner we have like more than 8,000 people coming. First, how are you going to keep the social distance? Second, how are you going to keep so much food in such a short time? And that's the feeling that maybe came to the disciples, the feeling of being overwhelmed. This is too much for us. Like, what can we do? And that's a second possible reaction. Actually, it's not a reaction also. It's being paralyzed. Like, this mountain is too high to climb. This problem is too big. I don't know where to begin. My forces don't think don't seem to be enough. So either being overwhelmed or being um, in the mode of denial are not good reactions. And that's when Jesus teaches them a third way. He faces the issue. He seeks a solution and he moves forward. By the way, this is always the case in the life of Jesus. If you read the Gospels, he never denies problems, and he never gets overwhelmed. When you think, for example, the wedding at Cana, they say to Jesus, hey, we ran out of wine. Okay, bring the jars, put the water, and you know the rest. When Jesus is sleeping in the boat, the storm is seeming to, it's going to collapse the boat, and the disciples wake him up, and Jesus says, be quiet, be still. Not to the disciples, no, it's not that 
to sleeping, okay? Like, be quiet, no, to the storm. So he's not overwhelmed. He, in a sense, faces a situation and he brings a new order, a new situation to that maybe circumstance, circumstance that seem to be unmanageable. And the same here. Okay, we have a crowd and we have not much food, but just wait and see what I'm gonna do. And when you look at the miracle, that by the way, this is a miracle. Don't water down the miracles of Jesus. When you read the Bible, read it with faith. You see that he thinks, he prays, and he moves. First, he thinks. Whenever we need to face any problem or any challenge, the first thing we should do is to use our mind. God doesn't want us to check out our brain when we enter church. We need to, we need to use our common sense. So before any challenging situation, the first thing is to think through it. What are my resources? What are the possible steps? What can I do? What are the possible scenarios? This is what Jesus does. He says, okay, what do you have? Five loaves and two fish. For them, it seems nothing. But that's what he's gonna take to kind of unleash the miracle. And that's what he wants you to do. Think what is in your hands. What are the things you know? What are the things you can do? And then that's what Jesus is gonna take to unleash and solve the problem. He doesn't ask you to do the impossible. He asks you to do the possible. What is in your hands? You know the, the, the phrase, don't give God your best, he will do the rest. So always the first step is to think through it. Then he says, order the crowds, sit down. He develops kind of a strategy. So that's the first thing we see in Jesus. He thinks. Then he prays. He takes the loaves and the fish and he looks up to heaven and he blesses the loaves and, 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 and the fish. So Jesus teaches us that when you have an overwhelming um, circumstance in your life, you should not give up and even more importantly, you should not think you are by yourself and you should not just like fight the storm with your own strength. You should look up to heaven and pray for the blessing of God. That's what Jesus did. He looks up to heaven. It's a symbol of praying to the Father. Basically, Jesus is saying, Father, we are in the desert. Look at this crowd and look how little we have. Come and do something. Introduce a vertical factor. Introduce a powerful blessing in history. I don't know if you remember the Lord of the Rings. That's a good thing you can do if you go on vacation. Watch the three movies of the Lord of the Rings. It's 10 hours more or less. But in one of the last battles, it seems that they are losing the companionship of the ring is losing. And all of a sudden, these eagles come to help them. And they begin to defeat these um, 
all the orcs and the Nazgûls. So this kind of intervention from heaven changes the course of the battle. And then they advance and they conquer the evil ones. So that's what Jesus does. He prays for the blessing of the Father, that he may introduce a new factor in this situation that seems impossible. The psalm says today, the eyes of all, the, all look hopefully to you. You give them their food in due season. You open your hand. The eyes of all look with hope to you, not with despair, knowing that you can change any situation. And then you give them food in due season, when God wants, not when you want. He opens his hand to bless you. So that's the second thing we can learn from Jesus, and it's to pray. When you feel like overwhelmed or not know what to do, pray for God's direction, pray for God's assistance, pray for God's blessing, believing that he wants to bless you. And the last thing is he moves forward. He blesses the bread and the fish, but then he gives them those things to the disciples. So here you can think of two ways of interpretation of the miracle. One is that Jesus um, blesses the bread and the fish and the miracle happens there right away. Like you find all the food boxes like multiplying and ready to go for the disciples. The other could be that as they distribute the food, the, the fish and the bread is multiplied. It's not specified how it was. But if you think of the second interpretation, it demands faith on the disciples. Think of this, like Jesus blesses the, the food and then he tells the disciples, okay, here it is. And Peter says, like, Lord, like, are you kidding? Like, you just bless the food, you just said grace, like, we still have 5,000. And Jesus says, no, give them to eat. Just trust me, move forward, be obedient. And as you move forward, you will see it. It's not that Peter had like 5,000 boxes of pizza ready to go and it was easy to distribute the food. Well, maybe yes, if you take the first interpretation. But most likely, it was only five pizzas and more than 5,000 people. And as Peter opens the boxes, they begin to be multiplied. But Peter needs to move forward in obedience to God's direction. So the third thing we know from Jesus is that whenever he puts you in a challenging situation, you need to think, you need to pray, you need to take your time to discern what is best. But at some point, you need to move forward. You need to be decisive. You need to take the risk. And only as you move, certainty will come. Only as you move, blessings will come. Only as you move, the resources will begin to flow in your life. And you will 
experience that the bread is multiplied. God cannot move a parked car. God cannot help you if you don't do your part. So the result is a great abundance of bread. They were all satisfied. That's always the case when we react with faith to the problems of life. You experience the blessing of God. You experience a new presence of Jesus and a new kind of abundance in life. So for homework this week, take one situation in your life when you feel paralyzed or an issue you have been ignoring, you don't want to see, you know it is there. Maybe it's putting away the stuff you just moved or you need to fix something in your house or an unresolved dialogue with someone or a decision you have been putting off. And I know we don't have all the information. There's a lot of unknown in, in this moment. But we need to take the resources, we need to think about them, we need to pray, we need to ask for God's direction, and then begin to move forward. I know a priest who lives in downtown, and they threw stones to his church, and he felt like at first, like, oh, like this is so upsetting, and he felt angry, he kept the stones. Then he felt discouraged, like all this mess in the city, when are we gonna stop, and so on and so forth. So I wrote him an email, say, hey, don't have self-pity. Think, what are the things you can do? Why don't you gather with parishioners? Why don't you think creative solutions? Why don't you improve the lights? Why don't you fix the windows? Why don't you do improve the landscape? Why don't you pray for God's blessing? Why do you distrust that Jesus is in the boat? Why do you think you are in the desert by yourself? Why do you think that when you pray, God would not help you? I hope he believes those things. <laughs>